Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, welcome to Black Ticulate, a podcast series featuring UK young black professionals where we find out how they do what they do so you can too. Or not. After all, it is your life. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Black Ticulate. You already know, we feature young UK black professionals where we try to find out exactly how they do what it is they do, so you can too. And today's episode is no different. We have an amazing gentleman, Anton Cole, and he actually is a project manager for Google. Yeah, you heard right, project manager for Google. And he teaches us, or he gives us as much advice and tips on how to enter workforces and workplaces like Google, on what project management actually means, the sort of characteristics you need to be good at it. Honestly, it was just one of a really, really enjoyable conversations. There's a lot of laughter, so forgive us because we almost seem like schoolgirls. That almost seemed offensive to schoolgirls. You know what I meant. And really and truly, if you're considering a career in project management for a tech company, then this episode's for you. If you yourself aren't, but you know someone who might or should be considering it, then by all means, please do share this episode. And as always, please review us on iTunes. Just give us any feedback because it really helps. So without further ado, I bring to you Anton. All right, let's go. Let's kick this off. Let's do this. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is going to be fun. I can already tell. Um, first and foremost, guys, once again, welcome to another episode of Black Ticulate. For y'all who don't know about Black Ticulate, I'm a little bit upset. I'm angry at them, you know, where they've mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. This is your go-to spot for uh, black excellence, mm-hmm. specifically black millennials in the UK. Mm-hmm. They literally are giving you as much advice, toolkits, resources, steps into getting to the profession that they do. And in front of me, we've got someone genius, right? Yeah, I mean, everyone I, everyone <laughs> interviews a genius. But Anton, right? <laughs> I don't even know how to start with you because if I, let me throw it at you first. First and foremost, introduce yourself. Tell the people who don't know who you are, who you are, you know, your full name, what you do, and let's just kick it from there. Okay, cool. Thank you very much for the introduction. Um, my name is Anton Cole. Uh, I currently work at Google, but through a digital marketing agency called Epsilon. Yeah, and I'm currently working on the Growth Engine project. 
As what though? Because you work in Google. Yes, yeah, as, as, a, as a project manager. What does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Good question. Um, I'm the middleman between the client, Google, and the company I work for, so Epsilon. So behind me, I have a great team uh, of copywriters, designers, and developers. Right. And together, we work as one in order to achieve our goals and targets. Okay, um, I'm gonna freeze you for a second okay. <laughs> because for me that sounds I don't even know what that means at <laughs> all. Like that just sounds like it, it sounds like something that's just gonna throw me. So for layman's terms, for those who genuinely don't know like anything at all, project management, right, means you pull together people on a project. Or resources, yeah. or resources. Or resources, right? Or resources. And so you've got copywriters, you've got engineers and stuff within Google in order to help deliver this project called a digital garage. Yes okay. and no. Okay. Well, it's actually, <laughs> so it's actually uh, the copywriters, developers, designers are from Epsilon. Okay. Yeah, so I actually work for Epsilon right. but at Google. Gotcha. So I'm based at Google five days a week. Um, but Epsilon effectively pay my wages. Gotcha. So I'm not on Google wages, which is a shame. Which is a bit annoying, but, uh, right. but there we are. So, so I get it now. So your agency, there obviously you're, you are representative of the client at the moment, which is Google. Exactly, uh, exactly. Gotcha. And predominantly I work on the e-marketing campaigns. That's emails. Um, okay. so you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna ask you about that. Yeah. We need to dive into e-marketing. What? What's, we, okay, we can dive in. So uh, the emails that I distribute are specifically for Digital Garage. Now, Digital Garage is an online training platform. Right. Uh, that's the name given to the UK version, but there are over thirty different uh, online training platforms across Europe. Right. Similar to Digital Garage, um, and it's a marketing initiative that's been set up by Google. Um, okay. So just to give you a bit of background yeah. information about Digital Garage, Digital Garage is uh, it's for anyone, specifically for SMBs and students. So they can go online, they can take different lessons, different topics uh, with the intent to become certified. Right. Okay. And the certification is recognized by the IAB. Nice. Um, yeah, which is absolutely fantastic. And for those of you that don't know who the IAB are, it is the Internet and Advertising Bureau in the UK. Right. And the IAB, uh, what do they do? Why is that important? Because everyone knows Google, they're like, yeah. why is IAB important? Uh, it's just a recognised marketing body. Gotcha. Uh, so you can put it onto your CV um, and hopefully it will help you get a job. Is it free? Did you say? Yeah, completely free. Completely Brilliant. free. Um, and it's a fantastic platform. It's a fairly new platform. Okay. Uh, it's been out for about a year and a half now. Nice. So, nice. Um, so that's not a bad project to be working for. Yes. So I feel like then, Anton, we're going to almost have to... <laughs> that was sound effects, guys, so forgive me. I actually might put sound effects on it post. <laughs> no, I ain't got no skills like that. Okay. I thought it was good. But yeah, thank you. Uh, we're going to have to rewind and almost bring you or the audience up to speed on how you exactly got into this position. Okay. So let's talk background. I mean, where are you from? Uh, well, I'm, I was born in London, right? but I moved to... But you know when someone says that, because yeah. you're a black brother, yeah. so like, where are you really? Well, where are my roots? <laughs> yeah. My roots. I'm Jamaican. I'm right. from the Caribbean. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Caribbean. Caribbean listeners going, yes, Anton, represent. Yeah, I'm um, holding the flag high for the Caribbeans. Yeah. Go on, Usain Bolt. Yeah. And, but you're born here. Where? Where in the UK or London specific? Yes, I was born in London. I was uh, born and raised in Islington, Islington okay. Green. And then I moved to um, Bristol. Yeah. yeah, in the Midlands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's where I did all my secondary school in, my sixth form. And then I moved to uh, Plymouth, where I went to university. And I studied television and production. Okay. Um, I actually wanted to be a TV presenter. Um, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> but why TV presenter as well? Just out of interest. Do you know what? I don't know where it came from. I just, I remember being at sixth form thinking, you know what? I'd love to be a TV presenter. Yeah. And, um, like entertainment or news anchors or... More entertainment. Everyone always said my personality is ideal for uh, children's television. (laughs) I wasn't completely blown by that. (laughs) But uh, if if I had a sports role, you know, uh, Sky Sports News, I'll take that with open arms. Okay. Interesting. Because I always think like from... And this is something I'm trying to help really do with Blacticulate, dispel the, uh, the channels in which black excellence can really thrive, right? And when I say the spell, I mean that everything's open to us. But it tends to find that we gravitate more towards the sports athletics or like the entertainment, you know, in front of cameras for the pleasures of others. That's what we always gravitate towards. But so that's why I'm curious to know why TV. Was that something like about you growing up, like in your household was, you know, um, and was that even something that your parents, if I may ask you, have you got like, are they together? What's uh, the situation? No, parents are not together. Okay, no, 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 right. parents are not together. Um, do you know, well, I suppose I could link it back to my dad. My dad was a DJ. So obviously he was very creative, you know, music related to art. And, and I suppose I saw television. Um, I now said I want to be a, a presenter, but I saw television as something creative. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's why I studied uh, media arts, television production at university. So I've, so I've always had like a, a creative influence around me. Yeah. Um, so that's why essentially I wanted to go into television. Yeah, so what happened? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do, do you know, I, the, the dream is still there. Okay. Uh, not necessarily to go into presenting as such, but like I would definitely love to work um, in television, um, whether it's advertising right. on the agency side or whether it's production, probably not now because of the route I've taken. I've kind of gone away from that route. Oh, you don't feel like the skills are transferable to production? Mm, Project management, I would have thought but, so. Potentially, but I, I could see my skills fitting in nicely in other aspects of television. Okay, okay. Well, so, okay, so I get it. My man, you know, doing your thing, maybe you're a little bit of a rascal. (laughs) To say the least. All of a sudden, the parents are like, nah, we're taking her to Bristol. I can actually see Fresh Bridge. West Philadelphia. Born and raised. (laughs) So now we're in Bristol, and then obviously you've gone through your education system, and then you had a degree in television production Mm -hmm. in university, in aspiring to become some TV presenter, then, mm-hmm. but possibly not now. Mm-hmm. There's still a huge gap in between, isn't there, yeah. from you being able to work on behalf of Google, right, you know. Um, so I want to almost feel that. And then also I want to start peppering it with anecdotes, give me stories, like challenges, and like, because okay. we do, all right, guys, so 
I think you guys may know when uh, whenever I do these interviews, what I tend to do is I throw the guests a couple of questions just to help me prompt conversations and stuff. Now, there's two people that I can mention who've really got to town with this. <laughs> One was Cherish, right, guys, the bus yeah, now. <laughs> and the other is sitting in front of me, Anton. My man brought in essays, bullet points, paragraphs, infographics, you know, charts whatever you want he really went to town so i know there's stories that's definitely going to be really quite interesting um specifically about you know how you excel in spite of your race Mm -hmm. and i want to almost then ask you so from graduating what was what were you doing in between were you working and then how did you almost join the dots to become a project manager okay cool so um i actually took the long route Okay. Yeah, it's a long route. So when I left university, I worked in a pub. Uh, that was hard, hard, hard work. I really didn't like it, but had to pay the bills. Uh, then I moved on to um, private members club in London, which was very, very good. Okay. Um, good experience. Uh, I've never been, I've never gone to a private members club. Can we clarify what that means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got, we've got it, some listeners. It's PG. It's PG. <laughs> when I say private members, go <laughs> It's PG, people. PG, come on. Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> really you've got to PG. pay money to be a member to be able to get access. Exactly. Okay. This is a business private members club. So uh, right. business men and women would uh, pay for a membership. Right. They'll go and they'll um, hire out business rooms in order to have meetings. If they didn't have an office in London, we'd get... Uh, men and women from all over the country stay in um, the members club because there were rooms as well. It's like a hotel type function rooms type. Okay, interesting. So yeah, so it was very, very interesting. They would hold garden parties or hold dinners for like-minded people to come together and um, I suppose come together and just Network, enjoy, really. Yeah, yeah network and enjoy themselves. So it's strictly PG, just want to clear that yeah, up now. Yeah, just that out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a guest relations officer there and I used to do tours around the grade one listed building in Green Park, which is cool. Uh, and I was actually the first uh, black guest relations officer. Okay. So I'm very proud of my achievement. Did you know someone within to get that job? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that's the case with most jobs, right? It really yeah. is all about who you know. And, you know, because fundamentally skills can be taught, mm. but that cultural fit, then that's something different. Okay, so yeah, you're the first ever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but hit me, there's a story there, there's a challenge, there's something going on. There wasn't a challenge in this, in this position. Uh, I moved on to recruitment, which I won't go into too much detail about. That was challenging in itself. Recruitment. Uh, yeah, very hard work, uh, long, long hours, um, really cutthroat, but it wasn't for me. And uh, then I moved to another company where I, uh, was a marketing executive and then got promoted to a senior marketing marketing executive. Right. Uh, I won't mention which company, but there was a company in particular where I faced quite a few challenges. Okay. And in particular, the one of the directors. Again, won't go into too much detail, but that go to detail. Trust me, bro. This, this director, he or she is not going to be listening to this. Go to oh, details. Well, yeah. well, 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 there was sometimes um, there were sometimes say inappropriate jokes, uh, which can be borderline sexism and also racist. Right. And I was there for a good couple of years, and I just said to myself, "Look, I have to get out. I have to get out of this place okay. because it was preventing me from growing and developing." And I wasn't happy, to put it bluntly, I wasn't happy at all. Um, so I literally went, went beast mode. Okay. Beast, beast mode. I, I put my head down. I was up until 11, 12 o'clock, like most nights in the week, 
sending out CVs, doing uh, improving my resumes and tailoring to different jobs. I applied to so many different jobs. And I said to myself, I want to be out of this company within three months. And two and a half months into me saying that, I left the Did company. You? Yeah. Okay. There's so many questions I've got within that. First and foremost, you almost seem like, okay, so pub, guest relations, like private members, then recruitment, and then into the marketing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. That's so many hats. Yeah. That is so many hats. And that's just because for you, was it like just a paycheck or was it actually I want to pursue this path? Yeah. Which? Unfortunately, like I said, it was a long route. So it was just a paycheck. Right. And I feel like I have lost time, but at the end of the day, um, it's helped me become the person I am today. Yeah, exactly. So I've learned a lot from all of my previous employments and I can't knock it really. No, for sure. But I think Steve Jobs says at best life is a series of horizontal verticals. Mm. And I was like, what's this guy on? I mean, rest mm. in peace, Steve Jobs. Then I looked at it and I was like, mm. my man's talking about steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But something that's also that I actually found that was quite interesting is, so when you were faced with this director who was quite borderline sexist and racist, mm. your option was I need to get out of there as opposed to try and change him or her. Yeah, yeah. Why? Um, it was more to do with my own development. I, you know, I can't spend my life changing other people. Okay. Um, I wish I could, especially as a black person. Um, we're always going to be faced with a lot of prejudice, a lot of discrimination, and also people being racist, but you can't change them. So you have to make changes for yourself. And that's what I did, you know. Oh, okay. I, and. and I identified that I need to get out of this position because it was affecting me. Uh, it was affecting me bad, to be fair. So I had to do it for myself, really, yeah, and not fair. focus on changing in him. Oh, yeah, I almost want to... <clears throat> I mean, I understand that, you know, there's almost like there are two types of activists. The front line, you know, pick a thing, that person is really going to be up in the whatever mm. faces, and there's those who are the behind the scenes, you know, in the, mm. in the boardrooms, trying to affect change mm. by that way. And I'm just curious, I mean, do you know which one you are, if you are at all? Good question. Ponder it, ponder it. So now I see where we're going. So now we're in the marketing area, right? And then you got promoted all the way to senior marketing and within two and a half months, and I think maybe because you were in recruitment, you knew how to make your CV optimise and work for you. Mm. Is there any tips within that that you can help people who are listening and to get a job within two and a half months? Yeah, 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 sure. Um, just make sure you read the job spec and make sure that your CV is in line with the job spec. And I know that's easier said than done, but what a lot of people do is they, and what I did, especially when I left university, I had one CV and I was just sending it out to all of these different companies. And I had one for media, one for business, uh, and it didn't work like that. You, you know, you have to really focus on your skills, okay. what you've learned in, in uh, your education, what you've learned in previous employment, and tailor it to that specific job spec. How does that look like? Because I understand the words, but I'm just like, so if they were to use, say, a certain, because we're both in digital marketing, a certain keyword, yeah, like, yeah. is that what you need to literally have in your CV? Exactly. Is that what you mean when you say tailor it and make it aligned? Exactly. If there's a keyword, for example, if they talk about time management, uh, really focus on a time when you have had to display good time management. Um, in a previous employment or at university and give an example, that's what I mean. Mm. So don't use buzzwords, just literally state at a time and give an example. It's funny because 
When I did, or when I do do my CV, and the fact that I'm quite fortunate to be in a position of hiring, and I'm seeing many CVs come through my inbox, mm. a lot of them miss a huge trick about impact. Mm. Like, yes, I understand the roles and responsibilities you've had, but actually, how did you impact in a positive way the business? So, if you can actually tangibly say, increase the fan base or yeah. user base on Facebook by twenty percent, yeah, yeah, that is. Impact yeah. or cut. So- Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Much time down by, that is impact. So I think, again, just to echo your sentiment, yes, certainly align it to whatever those keywords, but I also think people really need to consider also the impact that they've had in the roles they've been to. Very true. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. So two and a half See, Ade, this is the man with the wisdom and knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> He's it's not because, shining me nah, here now. No, no, respect, brother. It's no, because it's I true. sit in front of people like you. Yes. You literally give me all the information and I just regurgitate it. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, it. Yeah, actually, explain where we are, right? Yeah, well, we're actually Google. We're actually Google offices right now. Uh, it's on the court road. And that was the UK marketing manager. She came in and interrupted us. Great. Saying there's too much laughing. Yeah. How <laughs> too dare much fun. she? How dare she? Bad. Um, all blessed. So, like, two and a half months, right? Mm-hmm. You needed to get out of this, like, predicament you found yourself in, which was really testing you. Mm-hmm. And what was that next company? Is this where we are now? <laughs> yes. Okay, brilliant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and here I am today. Um, like I said before, I know I'm at Google, but my company is Epsilon, the one I work for. Yeah. But this has been a fantastic opportunity. It's actually where I met yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I won't go into the story. <laughs> Let's go into the story. Let's go into the story. People. And no, no, my blackness is going to come out now, people. <laughs> Bring it. I mean, that's a positive. Yeah, yeah, no, of, course. Of, of, yeah. Of, of, of course. You yeah. know the platform I've got for you. Yeah, come on, come on. Negative. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. It was a, all, all, all positive, all positive, yeah. all good. But, How did um, we be? Go on. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I went to offsite. Um, Ade is a brilliant, brilliant trainer, and he trains people that don't know about the online platform Digital Garage um, across the country. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I went to one in London, and again, this was the first time I met him. And uh, they were doing loads of tutorials, one one on one session, one to one sessions. But you had to book. Now I didn't book. (laughs) 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 So I saw my brother. And then, and then tried to squeeze in the <laughs> and he said nope nope they ain't got any bookings yeah. so then I went, I went away and as his back was turned I kind of snuck yeah, in yeah yeah he tried it he tried it he tried I got it. gripped quick <laughs> yeah. but no it's, it's all good it's but, all no, good so uh, Anton and I know actually through funny enough the Digital Garage initiative so Anton obviously deals specifically with like the online platform whereby my agency guys I mean I've never spoken about my job and I'm happy to do so maybe I might do a specific episode about my learnings and what I do and how I can potentially help you guys but long story short is my agency deals with the offline training aspect of the digital garage Um, so we go up and down the countries speaking about best digital marketing practices to help small medium businesses individuals you know grow their business confidence or just even the career sometimes mm. online yeah yeah so yeah um happy to talk about that a future episode so yeah so now let's get into the nitty gritty if you don't mind me asking about project management cool let's do it like let's talk about what hopefully my listeners who are listening can almost see in themselves and go okay I never knew that that was a path for me mm. like what sort of what sort of characters and personalities would make you a better project manager mm-hmm. than someone who doesn't have those qualities. Okay. So for instance, I feel as does though, that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I feel as though you need to be a great organizer, have excellent organizational skills, um, and also a very ambitious and driven uh, person. Because there's there's times when you'll face difficulties in projects, and if you ain't driven and motivated to rectify those changes, then it could have an, an effect on the overall outcome yeah. of the project. Um, I see that. Can we? Can we? Can I dive into? Because I know. Because Anton, trust me, I know Anton's actually got bullet points for yeah. this. So I want to. I want to <laughs> dive into. What does good organisation skills mean? Or can you almost give me context? What does that look like? Well, for example, today yeah. <laughs> I, I came for a general conversation, and my, my man here saw me with a list a of list. things, literally two pages with. Uh, a load of bullet points um, ranging from my uh, schooling, ranging from my employment, what I do now, and also my skills and uh, my characteristics. And all of these things I know, but I've still got them on paper. That's what I mean, just having it mm. down, being organised, being ready for anything that comes to your way. Yes. That's what I mean. Okay, I'm with you, I'm with you. So good organisation skill, guys, for project management. Anything else, sir? I think you have to be meticulous, especially, yeah, you have to be meticulous. So you have to um, read or pay close attention to the fine details of a project. So, for example, for me, if I'm looking at an email campaign, you know, looking for any differences, looking for any errors, looking for anything that's wrong, because at the end of the day, um, you have to take pride in what you do. Mm-hmm. And by being ridiculous, by going over things, I feel as though that is, in a sense, being proud of your work. Yeah. Uh, no, I like that. I really like that. Just that meticulous nature also sort of, as a subsequent, is because you're passionate. And yeah. you, you know, you have pride in what you are achieving or what your goals are. Yeah. So if you don't have that, then naturally it's just going to 
let things fall by the wayside. Exactly, exactly. No, I'm with you. Exactly. Okay. Is there anything that doesn't work from a project management perspective? Because yeah, I mean, it's all good. Everyone says you've got to have this, that. But actually, realistically, it's like, if you know you're this sort of person, truthfully, maybe this isn't something you should consider. Um, I suppose if you're laid back, um, I don't, I don't want to use the word lazy, but I think laid back is the best way of putting it. If right. you're laid back, easy going, take things. You don't like to take pressure very well. Yeah, okay. I feel as though project management maybe may not be the best career path for you. Yeah, personally, right. But that's not to say that anyone can't do it because people, you can do whatever you want to do. And I just want to make that extremely clear to all my black brothers and my black sisters out there. Um, you can do anything you want to do if you put your mind to it, regardless of your um, regardless of your personality or your characteristics. You've just got to work extra hard. You see, the funny thing is, that annoys me, that idea, the notion that we have to work twice as hard. It annoys me, <coughs> but I'm not naive to not think that that doesn't exist. Yeah. That is the truth of the matter. You've got to be so good that they can't ignore you. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so apologies, we almost went into something quite deep and somber no, here. No, but, but I'm glad you did say that because it's true. Um, but at the end of the day, you can't, I hate to say it, but you can't hide the fact that we do. You know, we, we are going to um, be faced with challenges because of our colour. And we can't not think about these things. Because how, how do you navigate that then? Um, I, ju- I suppose just be confident in myself. Easier said than done. It's a really good question. A really good question. Don't feel as though I'm lesser than anyone else, regardless of their skin colour. I think that's how I overcome it. So I look at everyone as human beings before before race. Yeah. Personally. Um, I know that I'm a human being and I'm good enough to get to the top where another man of a different race is, essentially. Um, if that makes any sense. No, I mean, it absolutely does. So, okay. Now, I almost then want to bring it into a little bit more of your nuances. So, we understand the project management role and how you pull together different multiple departments and disciplines, Mm -hmm. right, in order to ensure project is ticking along quite smoothly. Mm -hmm. We understand that, you know, you've got to be someone who's quite meticulous, organised, and potentially it won't work for you if you're laid back, laser fair, and you don't, you don't handle pressure too well. Yeah. Right. But we spoke about a little bit of e-marketing. You dropped that a couple of times. And I think what I want to try and get at is, is e-marketing from a project management or even maybe just digital marketing practice, is that something worth looking into more? Is that what the future is? I'm now almost asking about where best to position oneself if they're going to go into a role. I hear that. I, I think in general, marketing in general, is definitely a good place to be in, especially digital marketing. E-marketing, we've seen a major increase of e-marketing uh, because it does bring a tremendous return on investment for companies because companies can spend quite small amounts in comparison to other areas of marketing, such as television, radio adverts. Um, I do think it's a good area of marketing to get into, but again, there's more than just emails. Yeah, I mean, the marketing strand is like ingredients, right? You, 
I always say this, especially when I teach guys, I go, fundamentally, marketing has multiple verticals. It really does, mm. right? And they all come together in order to make that cake. Mm. And it's what type of cake you want and you know, but you've got to just slowly but surely put these together. Good way of putting it, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, was e-marketing for you? Um, yeah, yeah, because essentially where I want to be in about five years time, I, was, I want to work in an agency and I want to, be at a director level, right. if possible, within the next five to 10 years, say. And I feel as though, like you said, using your analogy with a cake, where there are different ingredients, I feel as though for me to reach the top, I need to understand what's required further down the chain. Okay. So if, you know, if I do become an expert in e-marketing and I, and I see how different areas of e-marketing, um, how different areas of e-marketing have an impact on the business overall and then move on to something else, then that's only going to help me grow and develop. Yeah. So I'm really pleased with where I am now, but I am looking at the future as well, yeah. where I want to be. So five years down the line, you want to be a director at an agency? Yeah, an why, account, account director. Why not own your own agency? I mean, yeah, I not, I mean, I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying no. Uh, yeah. All, yeah, 100%, like, I'm not saying no, but I feel as though... Yeah, I mean, I could, could, could work. Right now, in front of me, you're an expert. You're an expert in e-marketing and you're an expert specifically at project management, mm. right? Because experts, to me personally, are just knowing more than the person I'm speaking to, mm. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're always going to be developing and technology, you know, the way the industry works, it's always going to be evolving, evolving, evolving. Mm -hmm. So you can never say you fully understand it entirely. But if you have at the very least 80% of a good knowledge base, mm. The rest of the 20% is superfluous, mm. do you know? Mm. And that 80% is good enough, personally, I think, for me to be able to then start my own. Yeah. And then if I'm not learning, right, the other 20% that I don't know, then, then I'm not any good at my job. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I see it. Okay, so I almost want to round this up because, you know, I normally hit it to around the 30, half an hour mark, and this has just been gems. Um, I'm literally going to throw it out to you. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that we haven't discussed that you think it's worthwhile talking about? And specifically from the context of those who are listening, like I want, I want them to know that if they are going to get down this road, these are really truly what they need to look out for. Any resources, like any tools, further advice and tips? I mean, you've you've dropped gems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, I, I mean, uh, it's a free reign almost. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll go back to what I said said before um, to all my black brothers and sisters out there. Um, just hold your head high and don't feel like you can't do anything. Um, really, really, if you put your mind to it, you could do anything. And with regards to marketing, if you want to get into marketing and you're not in marketing at the moment, then definitely try internships, try um, sending your CV like I did to loads of different companies. It's funny actually, um, I'll tell you a quick story. No, please, about, please, we got, we got about, time. About a black sister that works in, um, in Google. She works at Google at the moment, uh, similar to my situation where she's a contractor, but Google has loads of contractors. But anyway, um, she was studying, uh, I will say this because Nigerians are hardworking, man. I mean, all black. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know Breach. Nigerians are hardworking. I mean, a lot of a lot of black us black brothers and sisters are hardworking, but she's Nigerian and she studied chemistry, biology, and physics at University of Mass. And that was her mum that was pushing her to do that. And she pushed and pushed and pushed. And this girl wants to do performing uh, arts, but her mum was like, "No, no, no, not doing it." So anyway, she went to went to sixth form and she failed. 
So she dropped out of sixth form and she went to a Beyonce concert. And this is where she got her inspiration from. So she saw a load of people in the VIP in the center of like where the fans were, just in front of the fans, Jay-Z, Solange, all the PR company. And she said to her friends, how did you get into that? She goes, that's marketing. So this girl, bearing in mind she failed a failed a sixth form, sorry. She sent her CV to every advertising agency, every media agency you can imagine, marketing agency, Adidas, Puma, all the big names. And she got a PR intern at uh, Adidas. Right. And her first day, she was on the video shoot for Retro 32. The second day, I can't remember what artist she said, but there was another artist that she, she met. Um, and she literally bounced her way up the company, uh, moved on to another company, Puma, I think it was actually. And now she's working at Google. So she didn't give up on her dream. Mm. So I suppose that's what, that's how I want to end it. Don't give up on your dream. Look for, look for the signs. You know, she, she looked for the signs. She had some help from my friends and some direction from my friends. Listen to, listen to your peers if they give you good advice, obviously, you know. Yeah. Um, but how can you tell if it's bad? I mean, I suppose you can only tell unless you try. You can't I mean, I feel like I wouldn't go to, someone who's a, a dentist about advice on teeth. No, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think you can always tell if it's bad advice, if they're yeah, not yeah. genuinely, what, what makes you credible? Yeah. For the advice that you actually are giving me to be worthwhile. I, that's how I always question when mm. people are giving me advice. It's like, actually, what is your expertise? What is your, your knowledge base? But no, Anton, this has been phenomenal advice. I think if it's okay with you, right, I'm gonna bring you back for round twos. Just a couple of light ones, if that's possible. Okay. Yeah, like, um, if you <laughs> had five pounds to spend, what ooh. would it be on? Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's a hard question. Because five pounds don't get you much, does it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I want to get me a trip to Jamaica. <laughs> um, I don't know. Obviously, you're going to have to say food and water. Yeah. And then... Cocoa bar? <laughs> 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 All in the five pounds. I don't know where you shop. No, no, um, no, I joke, I joke. I don't know. It's a good question, but no, last but not least, how would you like to be remembered? Um I'd like to be remembered as someone that was just just a just a positive person, man. I, that's all I wanna be. I wanna be remembered as a positive person, someone that didn't come from much and I and I'll happily admit I didn't come from much, but managed to get somewhere successful I mean success is also success changes from person to person you can't there's no real definition what success is I just want to be remembered as a great black person yeah Yeah. so um Anton honestly like yeah I can't you are positive to me 100% and I'm sure your friends family and everyone and I'm sure the listeners too as well, because this has been nothing but fun field. And I knew it was going to be great. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my mum came you. prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, you. yes. How can we find you? And <laughs> is it okay if we do get in touch, you know, to see about potentially not necessarily working for Google, because I know you work via an agency. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, sure. I mean, the best way to contact me is via my LinkedIn, I would say. Okay. Um, so my, my full name again is Anton Cole. The company I work for is Epsilon. Um, and then also if you type in Google, you should be able to find me on LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, reach out if you if you have any questions. I'll be more than happy to answer your questions. Guys, do get in touch with Anton um, via LinkedIn, honestly. And again, do get in touch with me if you need me and want me to ask any questions that I haven't, because I definitely will bring you, bring you back 100%. 
Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Especially mid five years down the line when you own it, ex- or director. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. And I just want to say this is brilliant as well, Ade. This is absolutely excellent. And please continue to push this out and continue to follow and listen because um, what you're doing here is fantastic and it's really, really positive. So yeah, appreciate much that, ratings so. for that. I appreciate that. I'm going to use you for my email marketing. Isn't it? <laughs> you heard it here Whenever first, guys. You're ready. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. Guys, once again, thank you very much for listening to another episode of Black Ticulate. You already know how to get in touch via social media, via emails. Black Ticulate, Black Ticulate, Black Ticulate. Peace. Hey guys, how did you find the episode? I hope it was useful. Um, We're always trying to make this as useful as possible to you. So if you do what it is our guest did, and there were things that we didn't cover or the things that we didn't talk about, then please get in touch. And secondly, if you are able to teach us what it is you do as a profession, then also get in touch because we would love to feature you on Black Ticulate. And you can do that via our social media accounts or even our email which is contact at blackticulate.com we appreciate your support as always and we'll see you on the next episode of black ticulate have a great day bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.